let's go ahead and get into this movie that people have been talking about for weeks now and been talking to me about it. Corey, have you seen this crazy ass movie called Saltburn? Did you know there was a college Christmas party tonight? NFI, me and you, not fucking invited. You all right? Yeah, I've got a flat tire. Take my bike. Hey, that is so kind. Thank you. I'm sorry I don't know your name. I'm, uh, I'm Felix. Oliver. Oliver. <laughs> Oliver, I love you. I love you. I love you. All right, cheers, Ollie. My parents, they've got problems. What kind of? What do you mean, problems? I don't think I'll ever go home again. Well, why don't you come home with me? Come to Saltburn. Mr. Quick. Wow. And here he is now. Oh, what beautiful eyes. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah, I told you it wasn't a minger. Oh, but darling, you're kind about everyone. You can't be trusted. <laughs> I had them hang up an old school dinner jacket. We dressed for dinner here. Dressed for dinner? Yeah, it's like, uh, it was like black tie. I think I like you even more than last year's one. You're so, um... So what? Uh, real. So real nasty is what it is. That's what the, that's the people. That's what people been talking about this movie for days, for for weeks, for uh, from at this point probably for months. They've mm -hmm. been talking about this film because apparently there are some. Uh, you know, they used to use the term raunchy. Mm -hmm. Not this, just old nasty ass <laughs> movie right here. I've been holding back, but if you're gonna say that, man, this movie is about a freak dude <laughs> yeah so what you what you have here don't be fooled by though because this is probably one of the most british ass names you could have oliver quick yeah like he's a nice little fellow yeah don't know don't know don't trust that oliver quick oliver quick goes to uh oxford but doesn't have too much of a, of a social life oliver has uh no friends the only friend that he has is weirder than him and more <laughs> annoying than him uh but somehow some way, not only does he get in with the popular crowd, but he gets in with probably the most popular boy at college, Felix. I think Felix, uh, Felix Cutter, 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 this is Catton, Felix Catton. And it goes beyond that. When tragedy strikes old Oliver Quick's life, Felix says, you know what? Don't just hang out with me at school, man. If you got no place to go, if you're all alone, come back with me to old jolly old Saltburn, where my family's fucking nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're the crazy yeah, ones. <laughs> oh, but 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 old Oliver got something for him. Obviously. <laughs> I'll show y'all asses crazy. <laughs> but so people, here's the thing that I want to talk about with this. I did not see this movie when it came out. I don't know if the circumstances were, I think I was out of town or I don't know what was going on, but I just happened to, maybe there's another screening going on. I just happened to miss it. Uh, Martin saw it and Martin kind of just, he said, yeah, you know, it's all right. And just kind of brushed it off and, yeah. and just left it at that. It wasn't until a few days later that this movie just start popping up all over my news aggregator, start popping up in my emails. 
people are saying, man, have you seen this crazy ass movie, Saltburn? Uh, articles are talking about certain scenes with this film. People are saying it's the number one movie on Amazon right now. A must see because they, hey, listen, you got to see this because you want, you're going to want to be on a conversation when everybody else is talking about it. When you're at the party and everybody's talking about Saltburn, <laughs> do you want to be like Oliver? No friends? <laughs> you know, No one to talk to? You got to mention this movie right here. You have to at least see the scenes that people are talking about. I am here. Now that we're weeks, perhaps a couple of months into this film, mm -hmm. I'm here to see if this movie really does live up to the buzz that has been going on. I'm curious to hear your take so, on it. Yeah, so and y yours as well. So what we're going to do here is we're going to do a review and a discussion about it. It will not be a spoiler discussion, but after we're done with that, we are going to ease into the spoilers because... This has been out so long and people are talking about this movie in such specific ways mm -hmm. that you have to kind of get into spoiler territory to get into a really good discussion at this point. Yeah. The and movie. there's certain things that you think about while watching, at least I did, where I really want to ask you if you thought the same thing, where yeah. it's like a red herring and you don't want to give it away. Yeah. No, we will spoil it. So it'll be a non-spoiler slash spoiler discussion mm -hmm. for this movie right here, man. Uh, yeah. And, and I mean, this movie is... <laughs> You know, it's freaking people out. This is one of the things with this movie. It's freaking people out on so many different levels and so mm -hmm. many different ways. Yeah. Because I'm just looking at the chat right now. And let me go ahead and take the scroll off here. Or not the scroll, but the chat. But like in the chat, people are mentioning how, first of all, this movie... As you can see by my man Felix right here, it's a very gay film. It, this is queer cinema to the highest degree. Yes, yes, it's a, it's it's got some very very blatant uh, gay themes in there, and, so and it brings up some very strong concepts that are. Well, hold on, I, I want to oh. mention the gay thing right here. No, that's, that's what, what I was talking about. Oh, what, what's well, that? It, there are concepts that this movie brings up that are adjacent to a lot of other ideas that you see throughout queer cinema movies like Tarnation or uh, something like Mysterious Skin. There's concepts in those movies that are brought up at the beginning of Saltburn. And this is driving homophobes crazy, of course. Oh, I can imagine. Like, you mean that You mean that old gay-ass movie that's it's popular, it's successful? I, what? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to go, won't go broke? I mean, God damn it. <laughs> Failed again. Too gay. But no, nah, so it's, piss, it's pissing off the homophobes out there. Uh, it's pissing off I'm sure conservatives. It's pissing off non-conservatives, man. It's, you know, people are saying, man, you know, listen, I'm an open-minded person, but this this movie is just too nasty for me. And uh, and then it's pissing off people who are thinking like, well, okay, this movie is just being pretentious, all right? This movie is just being weird to be weird. So this movie's got a lot of people talking. It's one of those movies where you get people talking by pushing certain things and then pissing people off. And then when you do get people angry enough, what are people going to do? They're going to watch anyway. Mm-hmm. I can tell you how these people who talk about they don't like gay people and don't like gay themes, they're watching this movie. <laughs> Sitting there watching with their arms crossed. Mm, Are their hands gay. on their dick? <laughs> <laughs> In the bath. Yeah. So, uh, but then it's getting a lot of praise from people. Mm -hmm. People are saying that they really enjoyed this film. Hey, I like crazy shit. Me mm -hmm. too. Yeah. And I do too. So, let's go ahead and start out the review. Let's then get our opinions about this film. And... Let's address the the you know the big question first, which is does this live up to the buzz? And I can only answer that for myself. Mm -hmm. I can't, you know, because everybody has you know a different opinion on whether it does or not. Some people are very satisfied with what they got. Some mm -hmm. people are like, yeah, yeah, you know, I just I don't know what people are talking about. 
Well, for me, does it live up to the buzz? And the answer for me is no. No, it does not. Now, first of all, I'm a nasty son of a bitch. So it takes a lot. To, <laughs> it takes a lot to come in and make me feel uneasy. But there, but I was impressed how this movie did at one point. Kind of put me in a very uncomfortable place. But let me just say, when I say it's uh, doesn't live up to the to the to the hype, is that there are three particular scenes in this movie that I'm sure have people talking. Yeah, and, three. Yeah, yeah just about. That, it's about three scenes that I would say have people talking. And listen, I don't think they're shocking. You know, they're just nasty. And, and, you know, they're doing things that, listen, you know, I, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not repulsed. I'm not angry. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shocked by this. I guess it's just nasty stuff in there. It's kind of nasty things where if I caught, if I, like, if I caught you doing this in front of me, <laughs> if I caught anybody doing this in front of me, I take my belt off and beat the shit out of you. I'll turn the hose on you or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's just that here's I'm gonna I'm gonna give this to you, but here's my see here's why I I kind of get into conflict with this movie because while I'm sitting up here saying that it doesn't really live up to any kind of hype or buzz for me, and I'm not really shocked by anything. My biggest problem with this movie is that I think it actually is a good movie. Yeah, I think it's a good movie, but I think it's a I think it's a good enough movie where it could have been great. I think this could have been a great. Right now, I just think it's good, but it could have been great. If they weren't trying to be so shocking, mm-hmm. okay. uh, you know, if they weren't doing all the weird, nasty stuff that they're doing in here, uh, which and I think the stuff that they are doing that's weird and nasty, it gets in it gets in the way of what could have made this great. See, it's funny you say that because I'm kind of on the other side of it where I think it did live up to the hype. And these scenes that you're talking about, one of those scenes, the the most shocking thing ever in there, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. The, the one that happens early on in the movie, it just, it made me laugh so hard. You know, and I think it has to do with these characters, man, that they're, they, they really are well established as gray, you know? Yeah. Well, you know what? No, I'll give you that because- I would say that, you know, listen, the the the, the movie is, is so popular. See, that's that's a, that's what I mean by this movie is good because I think that the movie is so popular that you know while people are talking about, you know, all the overhyped elements in this, you know, which are the things that we're talking about, you know, kind of sexual or nasty things in here, uh, while people are going in to see that stuff. They are watching a lot of great things here. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't think people are just talking about this movie just because of the shock value of it or because of the controversial stuff or because of, you know, overhyped things in here, the buzzworthy things, you know. Um, you know, I think that the perform when you talk about the characters, mm-hmm. I think that the performances in here are great. For characters, now I'm not, not going to take the story aside. For characters, that portion of the script is amazing. Home run, I would oh, say. Oh, yeah. Everybody had a great part. Uh, you know, everybody, the, the the script makes sure that everybody has a great scene. Everybody has a great line. Everybody gets the moment to come in and do something that really stands out here performance-wise. Uh, you know, and I was spellbound. I was really spellbound by these, these unpredictable characters here. You know, the performances and the scenes, for me, they kept getting better and better. Mm-hmm. They uh, the performances in here kept uh, uh, they kept getting better as things escalated. Now, while the movie does go to some weird places uh, and whilst, you know, I might agree that some of these things might be a little overhyped. 
as the movie does get crazier, the performances get a lot better. You know, they, they just they just get out of control. And they, you know, and they just hook you in, man. Uh, this is not a spoiler right here, but this is a scene that happens later on mm -hmm. in the film. By the time they get there's a there's a there's a lunch scene in this movie. And I was I was just in a trance watching this scene mm -hmm. right here because it's the kind of stuff that I like where things are just spiraling out of control. People are trying to hold their composure, but they're yeah. slowly getting crazier. I love, you know, I, now that's just me, but I love scenes like that. that are just kind of uncomfortable. They're just kind of uneasy. And as people try to like act normal, the more they try to act normal, the weirder things get. And that's where you get some of these really great performances from in this movie. I don't normally like chocolate cake. Yes, it can be cloying, can't it? Mm, but last night was so light. Yes, Lynn has always been an expert with cakes. Yes, cold hands, apparently. You have to have cold hands. Mm-hmm, I've heard. So the butter doesn't melt. Although I would think that applied more to pastry than to cake. Duncan! Just get them closed, for Christ's sake! Sorry, 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 I can't. I'm so sorry. My God. May I be excused, please? No, we haven't finished lunch. <laughs> lunch is cold. We want me to sit here and like nothing's happening. What else is there to do, darling? Anything, anything. <laughs> you better sit your high your ass down somewhere. Yeah, uh, one thing about the movie is it did a great job of just fluctuating the tension. You know, like it would have different focus oh, that yeah. would just raise it up and keep you on the edge of your seat. Well, Look at everything that's going on in this scene. Now, not only is great performances uh, in this scene right here by these actors, who I'll name it in a little bit, but I mean, the direction and the artistry oh, behind yeah. this, everything was brilliant about this scene. Uh, of course, you know, the acting was amazing, but the pacing as everything just slowly, just slowly escalated, man. The, the, the shift in color, you know, to this intense red that just added to, you know, the intensity that's going on with the emotions here. Uh, you know, this this whole thing of, of of people in the background having different reactions to what's going on at the table. This is some this is this is a brilliant, a brilliantly directed scene right here. Mm -hmm. And I mean that now that's what I'm talking about. When you when I talk about greatness, that's up there with some great that's some of the greatest uh, direction out there that people are doing today. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think that this has a lot of art house values the that tension. people like. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of tension there. And and I think that the I like the way that you described it where it it was uh the the way that it was flowing like for me it like it came in waves, you know, like where I was entranced in it, that's what you said. And and I was really engaged in it, but it was almost like it was too self-aware at times. You know, like where it was like winking, it's like look at this beautiful filmmaking trick that we're doing and it would kind of take me out of it. Whether it was the filmmaking or the music. That being said, it didn't bother me but it was noticeable. Well, see, there's, the, the thing is, there's no music in this scene. Mm -hmm. there's no, sure. that, and that's another thing that's brilliant right here. If you, know, if you really understand your scene, you'll know that sometimes you do not need music. Music is just a manipulator. Oh, yeah. All right? 
if you are if if you are very aware of your scene and know how everything else besides music can speak to the audience to bring tension and emotion, then you let it happen. Like I said, if you look at this, and I'm not even, and, and, and also in addition to like, you know, like the, the color and the pacing here, sound, mm -hmm. you leave music out and you let sound kind of dictate where things are going when it comes to a, a tension filled scene like this. Like if you listen, you know, just the pouring of a glass or somebody drinking, you know, just subtle sounds that really just make you nervous. The sound effects carry that scene. Oh yeah, it's not, you don't need not, an amateur will gone in there and done this with music like like a, a music that sounds like it's in a thriller or, or a horror film. Yeah, a lot of violence. Yeah, yeah. This this got by. This built tension because people were swallowing, people were breathing. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is and that's the kind of uneasy tension that you feel when you're in a room where everybody's mad at each other mm -hmm. or everybody's, you know, kind of have some passive aggressiveness towards each other. This that this is a yeah, this is this is this is amazing right here. I I mean, when I watched this, I just felt chills cuz I was like, my god. This brilliant this director is 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 a, is a she she really understands how to get across uh, true emotion and tension without having to do with, by working with less. Yeah. And it really takes a talented director to, to, to know that. A lot of people just don't get it. Yeah. I mean, going along <laughs> with what you're saying right there is that's what I really liked about this movie is it's it's a real movie. You know, like yeah. there, it's not leaning on any sort of special effects at all. It's like there are characters, they are telling the story and yeah. it is done with through an artistic lens. Well, another thing is that it enhances these characters more, too. Now, I can't tell you what why everybody's acting so weird right here. By the way, they've been acting weird throughout the whole movie, but <laughs> particularly right here, why they're behaving this way. But it does even develop the characters even more because these are people who are all about, you know, keeping up airs. Yeah. They're all about you know, uh, 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 trying to keep up this look of proper British uh, uh, behavior. And they are, and they're all trying to act so polite. They're all trying to act so civil. Meanwhile, something horrible has happened mm -hmm. and they just won't acknowledge it. And it just, you know, it just goes to show you just how, just how these, these people who throughout this whole movie have tried to be, they've tried to look down on people. They've tried to actually, you know, uh, be the most confident people in the room. And yet this shows where all their insecurities are. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's it's there's a lot of layers that are pulled back in this, pulled back in this one particular scene. And this is why this director has done a brilliant job with this, which is why I, I'm kind of disappointed that the movie went in a certain direction because they do something that's very much in contrast to what they did right here. Mm -hmm. But I also think that the as far as acting goes, I think that there's this. There's this fascination with everybody that's going on now with Barry. Has it? What's his last name? Kyogen. Uh, I'd have to look. Kyogen. Kyogen. I think it's Kyogen. Barry. Barry Kogan. Co yeah. I'll go, go. We'll go with that. Kogan. I think that there's a fascination going on with this guy right here. Uh, I compare him to 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 somebody like uh, Will Poulter. Okay. Yeah. Because he at one time Will Poulter was like the ugly kid. Or at least that's what everybody called him, you know, the weird looking ugly kid. And then all of a sudden he got hot, <laughs> you know, and I think there's something going on with uh, Barry Kilgan or however you say his name to where at one time he was the, the the weird, ugly kid in all these movies. And now and now somehow he's gotten 
if you look at him in this movie, everybody's like, damn, he's got muscles and he's kind of <laughs> handsome in his own weird way. And I think this that people are just starting to like wake up to this guy. And I think after this movie, as 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 much as people have called him an odd looking dude, I think he's going to be considered kind of a sex symbol after this. Uh, maybe, yeah, I could I could see it. I mean, I, I thought that his character was really interesting. He's been so much time nude in this movie, his ass just hanging out. <laughs> And he's like, he's muscular, you know? I guess I didn't see it like that, but yeah, I guess so. Well, how can you not see it like that? I mean, I his, mean, dick, I, I, his I mean, dick is out throughout this movie. Okay, there are definitely points where his dick is out, but yeah. I would, the only reason why I say that is because, and it's almost a flaw for me, because he, in the movie, he's so muscular. I'm like, okay, so you're the, you were the nerdy guy. I thought that they did a good job of explaining his character. Like he's he's not just a nerdy guy. He's like he's the number one nerdy guy. Like yeah. they they throw a line out there saying that he's the top student at Oxford, you know. And like he's he's a very interesting type of outcast, you know. It's just weird that he was because I mean once he takes his shirt off, I'm like, listen, I you know. I don't want to have sex with the guy or anything, but I got to admit, he takes his shirt off. I'm like, all right, I, I imagine that girls, our guys would look at him kind of hot because he, he's well toned, man. I was like, all right, I don't, I don't know if that goes well with him being like this, this, uh, this nebbish, you know, st uh, 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 student who has no social life. Mm -hmm. It just, he just didn't look like he, he didn't look the part for me. Okay. I could see that. But to me, it totally fit. It, really? it made sense. Yeah. I mean, he, he is a muscular type of outcast, but the way that they describe his character, it, it made sense to me. Yeah. Like I mean, he, I like the character. Don't get me he's wrong. He's always riding his bike, that, staying that, in that, shape. That, that don't give you that damn <laughs> biceps and triceps of strong ass chest. Right? <laughs> now nah, they showed the legs and they were large. Yeah. Like, okay. right. uh, I will say this too about the movie. All the, all the, you know, the the weird sex stuff taken out of it, man. It's still a lot of fun because I think another reason why people are watching this movie mm -hmm. and something that was fun to me is that, you know, we all have this fascination with rich people, man. Mm -hmm. We all have this fascination with wealthy people, and the reason why is because, you know, I think, you know, we especially with weird eccentrics, man. You know, we we all want to. We all want to. We all want their life. We all want to. We all want to live their life. We all want to be them. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and if we can't have what they have, then we want to see their asses taken down. Mm -hmm. We want to see. We want to see. Uh, you know, we want them to be on our level. We want to see their wealth taken away from them. Eat the rich. Yeah, especially this family right here, man. Because listen, they're the worst. They are an odd bunch, to say the least. Well, my the. the these people are so some of the worst kinds of rich people because what they do is they act like they're kind. Mm -hmm. They think that they're kind. They think they care. Exactly. But they adopt people as playthings. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what they that's what they're doing. They adopt yeah. they adopt people as playthings and then they, you know, and it makes them feel it makes them feel like they're doing something good, but at the same time it empowers them to look down on somebody. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a charity thing that they're doing with them. Like you'll never be on our status right here. So you'll always be looked down upon by us. But oh, it makes me feel so good to actually bring you in, bring you in for a little while, mm -hmm. give you some, give you a glimpse of the life you'll never have. And we'll get into it in the spoiler discussion because that part of the movie made me think something was happening. Yeah, well, you know, I can show you part that happens earlier in the movie. Uh, Carrie Mulligan is in this. It's almost, it's almost like a glorified cameo that she has. 
And she plays the friend of Elspeth. Pamela. Pamela. Yeah, who plays. And um, and that's played by your gone girl, Rosamund Pike. She was, I'm glad you finally brought up, she had the best lines in the movie. She has some of the most amazing lines in this she movie. She's so funny. But she's also a piece of shit. Oh, she is the biggest bitch in the world. She brings her friend in and... And like I said, man, you know, she does it in the name of trying to help a friend out. But the whole time, it's just this attitude of belittling this woman, man. Just making, <laughs> almost making a, almost making a mockery out of yeah. it. Because she looks like goddamn the Mad Hatter from uh, Tim Burton's The the, the uh, Alice in Wonderland. You know, I think they have her around because she's some weird looking goth chick. Uh, it's a way of them to like give her the side eye of, of sarcasm and uh, also just look down on her at, at, again as if she's not worth being there the whole time. You're just there to entertain us. I don't know what I'd do without Elspeth. She really saved me. Don't bang on about it, Pamela, darling. You know, we're delighted to have you for however long it is you mean to stay. Forever? Oh, no, I, I think I might have um, found somewhere. Oh, well done, darling. Mm. Yeah, my, cousin, my cousin has a flat. Oh, that'll suit you very well. A nice little flat. It's more of a, more of a bedsit, really. I love living in a bedsit in my 20s. It's so freeing to live all in one room. <laughs> and much less cleaning to do. Mm. Oh, but it'll be terrible when you're gone. How will I cope? Well, I, I, I could actually stay for a little no. bit longer. Oh, no, darling, no. You must be desperate to be rid of us and find your own place. I quite understand. No, I can understand one her weird ass out of there, but at the yeah. same time, you don't have to be so condescending to yeah. her. And that's what they do, man. They, 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 all of them, even some who would just, who would just, uh, 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 people who would just uh, ride in their coattails too. People who are not in the family. Every if someone isn't being manipulative in that scene, at another point, you will see yeah. them try to manipulate someone else. Yeah. This is a big game between all these characters. Yeah, like this guy Farley. Farley is not Asshole. in his family. Farley's a piece of shit. Farley's Farley's dick riding his family, man. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's just a hanger on. You know, he's just he's sort of getting the residuals mm -hmm. because he just his mother happens to be related to them. But he has such this uh, this this entitlement mm -hmm. to this family that he he also and he's probably he's worse than others because while they are you know they are what they are you know they and and, and what they have is theirs. He's the one that's just hanging around, you know, trying to you know trying to uh, uh, you know catch. Uh, uh, whatever they throw, whatever they throw at him, you know, and uh, and yet he looks down on everybody else just like he's a like, like he was born into that family. Uh, he's one of the people that I first saw that I just couldn't stand, man, because he looks down so much on Oliver. Oh yeah, there's there's a scene where they set you up to hate his guts. Oh yeah, because like you think that something awful has has happened, and then he's just like being a dick to another character. Oh yeah. It's your round, man. Yeah, go on, man. I should go with the bed. Wait, no, 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 no. No, you can't sneak your way out of a round. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, it looks like you are. Okay, okay. Hey, <laughs> what? Just cut him a break, man. What? And that round's gonna cost a fucking fortune. Pub rules, your looks. It's my round, I can't. I can't, I can't go back and ask them for money. Not my problem. I'm asking, could I just pay you tomorrow? I'm sorry, mate, you're not even close. Oh, please, I'll bring you the money tomorrow. No. Please, I'm asking. Thought you might need a hand with these ones, mate. When you uh, drop this on the floor by your feet. And you know what I saw there? I was like, I don't even trust Felix, man. Who's played 
brilliantly by uh, uh, Jacob Elordi, man, who was Elvis. And, oh, uh, wow. That's who that was? Yeah. Okay. He said this kind of prepared him to be Elvis. He was he was Elvis in the Priscilla movie. He was also, if you recognize him, uh, he was in that movie. Because I was like, where did I see this guy before? He's in that movie, The Kissing Booth. Okay. <laughs> yeah, which was on Netflix. I'm like, I that. But no, he's, he's really good. But, you know, this, this, this is one of the other good things about the movie. You don't know when people are going to be using somebody. Jacob, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Felix right here, even though he's doing a kind gesture, I'm thinking like, all right, is he just like his mom, you know, who just wants to adopt people? And Farley, yeah, I know Farley was, uh, I know Farley was a cousin, man. But Farley still, you know, like I said, He's, they almost look at Farley like he's charity too. Mm -hmm. But yet, you know, it, for this family, shit rolls downhill. Mm -hmm. You got the real family right here, then you got the cousin, and then the cousin looks down on anybody who's an outsider. I can see why you'd say that about Felix, but for the most part, like early on in the movie, like he doesn't, he's not like these other characters where like immediately, like after they introduce him, they'll do something where like, wow, you're kind of a dick for that. Him, he's he's pretty slow at developing, but like he's never truly a monster, I feel like, like the others. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so. I think he's trying to rise above his his family. Mm -hmm. yeah. But if you notice throughout the movie, they keep saying like, oh, you brought another one. You know, come on. <laughs> yeah. So listen, man, no, he's not any better than they are really. I think he thinks he's rising above them, but I don't, I don't, but you know, you can never tell. Mm -hmm. Is this the moment where he actually, you know, Felix grows a heart or is this the moment where it's just another, just another project for him to bring home? You know, you can't really tell with that, which is cool. You know, and, and a little ambiguity. That, and we'll talk about that later, but I thought that that was intentional. Like all those yeah. lines. No, you know, thing is with this movie, that's why I think people like this because, you know, we want to be them, but we think we'll never be like them. So we like seeing them get their comeuppance. You know, I think people enjoy seeing Oliver turn the tables on these people in certain scenes in this movie because there's certain times when Oliver goes toe to toe with them, and Oliver's not as he's not as weak as we think he is. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a great looking movie too. It's beautiful, really well shot, and there's oh. some amazing lighting in this. Cinematography is gorgeous, man. And that's a lot thanks to Mr. Saltburn, right? There. You know, that, <laughs> that 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 castle or uh, the Saltburn estate is a character itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, it's uh you know, it's a I mean, it's a castle with a maze and all mm -hmm. this kind of stuff. It's yeah, when uh, cuz everybody keeps talking about Saltburn, and Saltburn is very much pretty much uh, right up there with any of these family members that we see. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so it's huge. It's like, I mean, we're talking about some Resident Evil shit that's going on. I was right there. thinking The Shining because oh. I mean, you mentioned the maze, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we are going to spoil some things. Like I said, we're just doing this for the people who aren't here right now. I mean, who uh, who are you who haven't seen the movie? Um, we'll make one more point here, and then we'll move on to some of the spoiler stuff that we're going to talk about. We're going to give ratings before we get into spoilers. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, I will say now we're talking about the freakiness in the movie. The sex yeah. stuff, the weird stuff. It's a movie for freaks. Yeah, yeah, I'm one. You yeah. know, and even then, they, and even then, they kind of pushed me. So, I was talking about how I don't think it leads, you know, lives up to the hype. I think it actually takes away from this movie. I think it hurts this movie because I keep mentioning how great this movie is, except I, I end up saying, "Oh, well, it's just good with great moments in it." I think there's a couple of things that did make me accept the freakiness in this movie, though. Uh, so as we keep talking about Oliver, man, we keep mentioning that Oliver is a weird old man. And I like how it's slowly revealed that he's probably crazier than the rest of all these other people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just his freaky nature alone, I liked, and I think it played well to the movie. And some of the things that he did in the film, 
I thought were true to his character. Yeah, uh, I think that the movie's a little bit overbearing with his mm -hmm. character and does a little bit too much. But at the same time, I never was like, that doesn't fit this guy. That, that, that seems wrong. Every time they would make a choice with this character, some of it would make me go, wow, but I can see it and yeah, it made yeah. sense. Yeah, eventually, you know, it does. Also, one of the things that you asked me about this movie, you're saying, what, what is this movie? Yeah, what, what like genre would you say this falls okay. in? I would think that it's easy to overlook this, and some people are going to argue with me about this, but I do think that this movie is a comedy. See, I was hesitant to call it a comedy because there's some amazing drama in it. And mm -hmm. I was just like pulling back. I was like, it's an art house queer film. Well, That's it's, what a, it it's a mixture of a lot of things. Oh, yeah. But I do think that... For a lot of it, it's a comedy, that, and that's why that weird shit happens because it's going over the top of a lot of things. It's supposed to be funny. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's supposed to. No, it's it's a, it's a dark. It is it is a dark, dry comedy. Mm -hmm. Like when we think when we say comedy, we're thinking of jokes a minute, you know, slapstick, broad stuff. But this is a uh, this is one of those movies where, you know, it's very dry wit, very dry dialogue, very dry jokes in this. And and but see the but what made me say this is because and listen it, it you could almost say like maybe it's a dramedy yeah in it a has, way. It, it's very slow in a lot of ways but it the laughs are just so big when they hit yeah yeah no it, because I will say that there are a lot of scenes where you don't recognize that the the dialogue is supposed to be humor because people are so dry with it mm -hmm. they're just sitting back and they're so calm and they're not delivering things like you normally deliver a joke but the humor is being found in how these characters are mm -hmm. the humor is being found on how dry these characters are behaving with certain situations yep. and then just to remind you that this is someone and we'll go with, I'll go with dramedy because it is a mixture of a lot of things right here uh even a thriller in a way oh yeah but, a lot of tension yeah but every now and then, a character will let that crazy out, and it'll be something. It'll be something hilarious, it man. Will be. Uh, most of this came from uh, 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 Richard E. Grant in the movie. Oh yeah, he's subtle in this. Richard E. Grant plays Sir. Uh, 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 Rit, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, see, I got it here. Sir Cawthorn, or whatever the family's called. Uh, yeah, Sir James. Sir James Catton. Sir James Cotton. And most of the time he, he sits back and he acts so regal and he acts so well, you know, refined. But every now and then something will happen. His ass will get excited and that crazy will come out just for a brief moment. I was going to say we should do something fun for your birthday. A proper party. No Henry's. Something actually fun. What do you think, darling? If Oliver would like it, I think it's a splendid idea. I think Oliver looks like he'd rather throw himself out of a window. What kind of party? I don't know, whatever you want. What do you think? About a hundred people. A hundred? Or two. It invariably ends up being two, doesn't mm -hmm. it, with this sort of thing. Invite whoever you want. All your friends. What friends? Oh, oh. <laughs> that right there. And then when you hear, like, that action right there, and then when you hear what he wants to do. How about fancy dress? Oh, yes. I can wear my suit for all that else, but... Like, were you about. paying attention to what we were talking about? How'd you get your money, man? Your crazy ass. I mean, that's why you got your money, because you're so crazy. You know, scenes like that made me laugh completely out loud, man. And oh, I man. thought, right, okay, that's why I say that this movie, maybe that's why it's attracting so many people and get people and it's getting people talking, because it is a mixture of a lot of genres. Oh, yeah. It is definitely a comedy, I think, in some parts. Mm -hmm. Some parts of drama and some parts of thriller. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. And all that under the veil of an art house movie. Yeah. A queer art house movie.
It's a gay movie. <laughs> no, it's no man. It's uh, it's a it's a lot going on. And I will give this to to this director. I I appreciate a movie that can like def, it's what they call genre de, define. Yeah, you know genre you take bending. A, yeah genre bend. You take a lot of elements in there from different genres and you you mix it into one. And people don't know what to think of it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a mess, and sometimes a movie like this, I thought she balanced this out well, very well. Not yeah. perfect, uh, but very close to it. No, it's like a well balanced meal right here from. <laughs> wow. <laughs> A well-balanced oh. meal from Factor, man. <laughs> Fully salted, no burn. <laughs> well, you know, not a whole lot of salt because we're talking about eating healthy. Healthy with Factor here, man. And Factor. Factor is the meal kit that is for people for people like, re like me, really. And if you're like me, you're very busy. Mm -hmm. In fact, sometimes you just you forget to eat because mm -hmm. you just don't have time to cook but you don't want to go out and just get anything. You don't go out and get fast food. You just don't make any kind of canned food or anything because you're trying to be healthy. Mm -hmm. And if that is you, then Factor is the meal kit for you. Thing is, it saves time with healthy meals. Forget lunch preps and rushing to get dinner done. You know, Factor has two minute restaurant quality meals that are delivered right to your door. You know, no more wasting time in the kitchen. You just heat them up, man. But like I said, it's not all you know some raggedy TV dinner right there. This mm -hmm. is this is good stuff here, man. Save money too, you know. You uh, it, again, if you're like me, you're probably doing a lot of takeout, or you're probably doing a lot of delivery. Uh, you know, it adds up. Trust me, trust me. I just found out how much I was uh, spending on a uh, barbecue, right? Uh, the barbecue uh, turkey and chicken, man. I, I, I was spent. I looked at what I, I don't know, I'm not going to even say it, $400. It was a lot of money I spent over the last couple of months. It was a, I'm not going to say it. There it is. Yeah, a lot of money, man. So this would benefit myself and you, man. Factor is cheaper and sometimes way more delicious than takeout. Factor is flexible. You know, you can change up your order every week with plans from four to 18 meals to, uh, per week. Or you can pause and schedule your plans whenever you need them again. Variety. I mean, what's the use of having all these meals delivered to you if you're eating the same old thing? You don't have to do that with Factor. Factor has a lot of variety. They now offer loads of snack options and breakfast. They have smoothies, juices, and more that you can put into your schedule. And here's another thing. You got a special occasion coming up? How about Gourmet Plus? It's the perfect solution if you're looking for something fast and upscale and you want to impress some people for this function that you got going on. They got nice options for that too. It's, listen, this is a win-win for everybody, man. It, you're saving money. You're saving time. You're impressing people. You're feeding yourself. You're staying strong. You know, it's good. It's, it's, <laughs> strong. Strong. And it's for every lifestyle out there, too, because some people are like, well, I see a lot of meat up in there, man. I'm a vegetarian. You know, they got you, all right? Man, Don't look worry at that about salad it. in there. Yeah, look at that. Everything, everything, man. I'm a pescatarian. Man, they got you, man. I'm telling you, you got no excuse. You can't argue with this. You need it. You want it. And you definitely can't argue with this demo I'm about to give these people right here. Got to get it. Got to get it. Look at this. If you head to factormeals.com slash toasted50 and you use the code toasted50, you'll get 50% off. Again, that's code toasted50 at factormeals.com slash toasted50 to get that 50% off. Ooh, that's a lot. That's a Don't big worry. deal. That's a big deal. So big that some people are like, man, I can't process this right now. <laughs> Let me, I'm, I'm going to spell it out for you. Spell it out for these people, Julian. Uh, it says here, 
factormeals.com slash toasted. That's F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash T-O-A-S-T-E-D. And that's the number 50. You put that in there, that code toasted 50, you're going to get 50% off, but you're going to get 100% quality, 100% healthy food, 100% saving time, 100% saving money. Just go ahead and jump on this right now. And I want to thank Factor for coming in and sponsoring this portion of the show. And I want to thank all of you out there for your support. All right, getting back into it. And we got, we're about to jump into spoilers right now. Not actually, not right now, just a couple of points. And then we'll let you know. We'll say spoilers and then you can be on, on your way. Or you can stick around. Um, so I'm just going to talk about what problems I have with this without elaborating. I'll elaborate way more when we get into spoilers. But my problem with this movie, because I said, you know, it's a movie with a lot of great, brilliant things in it. Overall, it could have been great. But leaving it, if I just had to judge it, you know, for a movie, I would say it's it's, it's just good. It's very good. Not great. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because while it has a lot of great writing, it cheapens it with a twist at the end. You know, for something that's not even that surprising. Yeah. I, you know, I, 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 they laid it all out there. It wasn't like they were trying to hide. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, it was something that they were, they were, they were telling you pretty much, and it made for a very predictable ending. Now, it didn't have to be predictable. It could have laid it all out there. You, but we would have followed along. They should have done that more. But then to try to pull a twist at the end, it's like, all right, well, I saw it coming, and now this is really bad writing right here, and you're making me feel like you're trying to surprise me when I'm not being surprised at all. It's just, it, it was. I thought it was pretty bad. And after the twist, like, there's a moment where it's like, ooh, this would be a really good part to end it, but it's like, no. We I, I we got one more scene that we want to throw in there to like really like freak people out. Yeah. And, and they keep it going. That being said, I get what you're saying. It did not ruin the movie for me, but it I did notice I was like, ooh, there was a better way to do this for sure. Yeah. It didn't ruin the movie for me, only in the fact, like I said, that it could have been so much better. Mm -hmm. And it ruined it ruined it for me in that I was really into this film and giving it a giving it a pass on a lot of the stuff that it was doing. I said, I'm not shocked by this. You ain't getting me. I ain't I've seen everything. All right, but hell, I've done some of this shit. But no, I, no, I have not. No, I have not. I have not. I haven't done any of this. But uh, I didn't mind that if it all led up to something uh, that really meant something at the end of the movie. And some of that stuff they did really just had the legs taken out from under it by that ending right there. I think the problem with this movie, and I wonder if you'll agree with this, is that it was too on the nose at times, especially with mm -hmm. the music. I thought that the movie didn't let me find the cleverness in it. It wanted to show me how clever it was. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could, I, I could see that. I could definitely say that in certain parts. And speaking of these criticisms, now this is where you get to these part to the, these uh the, mainly three parts of the movie where you just got to talk about them in detail and a few other things in detail to just kind of elaborate on what it is that we're talking about here uh, and like I said everybody's been talking about it so much that you can't you can't gloss over it oh yeah you got to go deep in because people would have asked in the comments they'd been like how did you not talk about a B and C yeah so let's go ahead now spoilers here we go do you want to give the ratings first okay we'll do that. Uh, it's a matinee for me. Okay. For me, regular old full price. Uh, I love movies and this was a good movie to me. Like okay. it, it was really enjoyable to watch. It, it messed with me as an audience member in a really fun way, I thought. Mm -hmm. And, and it was really funny. It, it got some really good laughs. And yeah. I think, uh, the mom, 
what's her name? Oh. Uh, Rosamund Pike. Right, yeah. She she's going to get a nomination for uh, best supporting actor. I think she she steals the movie as far as I'm she's concerned. got some great lines. And uh, I'll mention some of that in the spoiler discussion because she said one line in here. And I was like. Okay, that's that's a that's that's a well written line right there. <laughs> yeah, she is a, a world class bitch in this. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she is, man. She really is. So okay, so we're gonna get into spoilers right now, and what we're gonna talk about just not these three scenes that have people talking, but we're also gonna talk about the twist ending mm-hmm. at the end, and also gonna talk about some character relationships here. There's actually a couple twists in the movie. Yeah. There's well, one near the middle that I thought was really fucking good. Okay, let's talk about that thing, because I might have missed that. Well, the the twist that... Uh, do you want me to say? Well, let, let's go ahead and get into spoilers okay. right now. And we'll, we'll do it when we get to the... Keep it, keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that when we get to like the twist part. Mm-hmm. But let's go ahead and talk about these three things that I feel that got people buzzing in here, man. So, there's... I'm just going to name them by a word. You'll know what I'm talking about. The period. Mm-hmm. The graveyard and the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just going to go over those real quick, and then we can elaborate yeah. on those. Uh, the bathtub scene, and y'all know what it is. Uh, uh, you, you don't you have to. You make me spell it out. I'll do it. Felix, no, you're going to do it nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Felix, he uh, Felix is jerking off in the bathtub, and uh, Oliver sees him. And it, at that point in the movie, it was almost implied that they were hooking up in a weird way. I don't think they were. They weren't, though. Yeah, that's the thing is they weren't. But the movie was making it feel like it, at least to me. Yeah. But uh, Felix is jerking off in the bathtub. And then when he gets done, Oliver comes in and he's just yeah. sucking up those juices. Yeah. I love yeah. that. That was my favorite just, part of the movie. Let's Hilarious. just say it's very tainted, nasty. <laughs> Sick fuck. It's very... <laughs> It's very nasty bath water. It's more than dirt. All right. Yeah. It's more than dirt. It's more than dingleberries. It's more than anything. It's it's some very, yeah, it's some very tainted water. That Let's just say the milkman came by that day. <laughs> let's just say my man got his protein that yeah, night. You did. know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So my man is sitting up here drinking this damn, this milky bath water right here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, man, I wasn't shocked by it, but. I did want to throw up. It got my gag reflex going. Even looking at that right there, just like, it's all right. You know what? I, I Like I said, I would whoop his ass if I saw him doing some <laughs> shit like that. But, okay, I will tell you this. While I'm talking about how these these uh, these scenes in the movie where I'm not shocked by them and I felt like it was unnecessary. Don't let me say that I felt like they were unnecessary. I think that they did serve a purpose in the film. Uh, Especially like, at that point yeah. with that character, because that's the twist that I was talking about, is early on in the movie, he talks about being sexually abused and all this stuff. And that lined up with that whole backstory. Yeah, but yeah. that was like the first twist where it's revealed Oliver's a fucking liar and, and he's been lying about his whole persona. Yeah. Well, it, you know, that that's the thing with him. Is he... Because if this is the case, is, is it open to interpretation that he was sexually abused by no, his... No, he, he wasn't. He be, was lying to them. Well, I know he was lying. Yeah. No, I just... I didn't know if... Uh, I don't know if they, if his freakish behavior has something to do with it. Well, maybe his parents had done this to him no, at one time. That's which the, I didn't think so, but no, that that's that's why that twist was such a wow moment. Because when you go home, you realize it's like no, he grew up in a perfectly normal nuclear family. He had a mother and father that care very much about him, brothers and sisters, and he's going around telling people, "Yeah, my parents are drug addicts, and I was sexually abused. I was making my mom throw up by the age yeah, of nine. That's what he told. 
Felix. That's what he told Felix. Everybody's seen the movie. You know that he uh, this whole thing was planned and it was schemed for him to be friends with Felix. This whole thing was, uh, you know, telling him that his father had just died. His mother's crazy. That's he's, right. Yeah. yeah he's he, that's he told him to tell him his father's cracked his head on the sidewalk. His mother's distressed, but he can't go see her because she's weird. He's a, he was an only child. And Felix fell for all of this, uh, even though it was, you know, it was revealed that it was a trap. Uh, and it was planned the whole time. Uh, I felt that scene was needed because, you know, it it showed, it showed not only how much of a freak this guy is. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, which we were just kind of thinking he was just he's just socially awkward. And it showed his true intentions yeah. and why he wanted to be there. Yeah. It showed, you know, he's uh, it showed that, you know, he's he's not this uh, socially awkward the guy that we thought he was. He's actually, he really is a, a, a disturbed person. He's a freak. Yeah. And his biggest problem is, uh, you know, is that he's, he's, he's looking for something, you know, he's looking for something to latch himself on to. The biggest problem is his dick in his pants. Oh well, yeah, that too. <laughs> but yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's looking to attach, uh, attach himself on, uh, to something bigger, but for whatever reason is mm -hmm. that he doesn't, he's not satisfied with his life. And he's in, and, and I think he's also feeling like, uh, you know, I don't know how he feels about his own sexuality at times. Yeah, I think he's very confident in his sexuality. Really? I think that that's what he that care. That's why I like this character because I don't. You don't like the person, but he, he is such an interesting character to watch, and the way that they explain who he is. Yeah, yeah. You know, the only problem I had with this scene really is why the hell are you jacking off with the door open? Loudly. That, Felix was jacking off with that door wide open loudly. So at that point, there was there was this air and especially uh, the period scene. It was laying up this red herring for me. And I didn't want to talk about this during the review, but it was making me think the way that you were talking about like, oh, Felix brought a new one and all that. And, and some of the imagery that's in there almost implies this. I thought that they were going to reveal that the whole family was vampires and that he was bringing someone oh, in you to be sacrificed <laughs> because there's that shot after the period scene when he goes down uh, on her where they show his mouth with blood on it. Uh, and I was like, ah, are you trying to you foreshadow did, I, I that? I never thought that. Yeah, <laughs> I, never I mean, thought no, were vampires that's just me. But like, I think that that's, that's almost there intentionally. Yeah. I would be curious to ask the director about that. Yeah. I just thought that they were weird ass family. And I just thought, now I would tell you that him jacking off the door open, I thought like that was too convenient. I thought that was too much of an invite for him to walk in and look at him. I was like, I don't know if anybody would do that, man. I don't know if anybody would, especially somebody like Felix, man. I don't, I don't think he'd, you know, he knows he invited somebody over. He just mentioned that we share the bathroom. Mm -hmm. lock, he would lock the fucking doors, man. But I'm telling you, I thought that he was just baiting him to be, because like even the dad, like, dude, he looks like Gary Oldman as that vampire with his hair and stuff. I don't know. I, it, they they mm. gave off a vampire vibe. I, they, they're real yeah, succubuses. I, I never I never thought that they were, that they were vampires. I thought that they, were, that they were an eccentric family. And I thought, and I never thought that Felix would leave the mom or leave the door open. I thought, at first I thought maybe, okay, I did. I thought maybe he was leaving the door open and, and trying to attract a man because uh, he was gay also. Yeah. But then when it was, it was revealed that, nah, he was just in the bathroom, just jacking it and that was it. I was like, shut the fucking door, man. You know, <laughs> why would you leave that open? And I just thought like, yeah, th to me that was not, that was another point where I don't think it was written very well. You don't think that that played to his character? I mean, they had that scene before where like his his uh, dorm room was covered in trash and stuff. And it just, to me, it was like either like looking back on it, it's like it's not that he was seducing him so much. It's just he's lazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, uh, maybe. They I don't live know. in a very strange environment. They do. 
They do. Uh, I just thought maybe, you know, and here's, here's an interesting thing. I could, it's, it's, it's funny to hear you say vampires because, you know, when you go in, I guess I'd heard enough about this movie to not think that, but I'm wondering that right now, like if I, if I went to this movie not knowing what, what uh, was going on, what I thought that this was a horror movie. Because vampires. now you're thinking about it, it kind of lines up like that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, you know, it's just this movie takes so many different directions. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, and it could they talk be. about drinking blood a yeah. couple of times. Yeah, it could be. Uh, so there's another uh, scene in here where, uh, and you see it kind of in the in the in the trailer right here. Oh yeah, where uh, the sister in the family, uh, whose name is uh, Venetia, Venetia, Venetia Catton, played by Allison Oliver. Who's very good also. She's in excellent in the movie. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a scene in here where she's just, she's trying to lead Oliver on. She's oh, always yeah. hanging out in front of his window, wearing skimpy clothes, like wearing nothing. And Oliver's like, all right, keep playing. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes down there and. Uh, yeah, he goes down yeah, there. He goes right. down, yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> he goes down, he goes down on her while she's on her period. He talks about like, I'm a vampire and whatnot. D disgusting scene, you know, and that's, again, that's, that's actually kind of getting to people too uh it just plays into the like, him being i keep using this word but i think it's just it's so perfect a freak well also i think it's beyond that i think it's it's one of the first times that we see that in addition to him going and drinking a duke's bath water no matter how nasty that water is it also shows that at this point this dude is gunning for the whole family it's like he it's not a moment anymore where he's just lusting after felix which is pretty much his is his biggest crush, but it goes to show that you know what this dude is planning something because he's going after this family no matter what. He's targeting everybody, like he's targeting it's the true. yeah he's targeting the sister Venetia. Uh, he's 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 targeting the mom. He's oh, targeting yeah. the cousin. It's like okay, this dude is systematically going through and fucking these people mm -hmm. <laughs> and trying to do. I don't know what is I don't know what the what the what it was happening yet. But this is where I was saying they start lay, lay, laying out the breadcrumbs of okay, this guy is is scheming to get one up on this family, which yeah. is why I thought that the ending didn't work too well because I already knew what he was doing. Once I saw once I saw him like go start, but after her. And then other family members, and he was either he was having sex with them or he was trying to charm them. I said, "All right, this dude is trying to get them money or something." And that is why, at the end of the movie, I was like, "Okay, this is why this is not a big deal." Yeah, and I just realized hearing you talk about it, like that scene after he seduces the sister. That was uh, when he's talking to Felix after about it. Like that was like the first time that that uh, what's his name Oliver was comfortable lying like that. Yeah, because he lies straight to Felix's face. Oh yeah. No, you know, uh, but that part right there where he went down the girl, that's the first part I said, all right, he's willing to do anything, anything to get close with these people and get their trust, even going down on a girl in her period. And, and it he liked me, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and I think he enjoyed it because I think he loves doing just weird shit. But uh, also, I think he just thought I'm just going to do whatever it takes to get these people, no matter what conditions I'm under right now. Uh the <laughs> now here we really go get really down to the nitty gritty to the dirt get to the, the floor the, the, the grave <laughs> unnecessary you I think thought, so yeah i thought that that was i thought we didn't need that i thought at this point i thought it was unnecessary now is it for some people does it mean something maybe i, I just so. i just thought that at this point man you know uh he already got what he wanted a lot from this family 
Also, he loved Felix, I know, so he missed Felix, but I thought it could have been shown without having to without having to get get this weird with it. I thought this right here was pushing it this far just to get a reaction. But it did get people talking. So mm -hmm. if that was the case, it worked. I just thought for me, you know, and it's different tastes for different people. If I was writing this story, I probably wouldn't have taken it that far. I don't think it was necessary to show his uh I thought there were better ways to show that he was still into Felix. You know, I know this guy's a freak. I know he's weird and whatnot, but I think he was doing that as an ends to a means. I don't think we need to go this far with it. See, I, I think that this is when it really like tipped over leaning into the art house queer cinema type film where it, it to me was just developing the character even more. It's like it goes to show that this guy, the way that he shows love is just with his fucking dick. And <laughs> he just he loved this guy so much that <laughs> the dirt that is holding him in the ground, he he wants that. And I, I think it is over the top, but this is an art house film, you know, and moments like this are like it it really raising it up and, and going for it. Yeah. No, I, I, that's why I say I see it. The, I, I see your point. I mm. do. I don't. I you know. I just don't. Feel just like didn't that didn't work. Yeah, I just. Don't, I didn't feel like I had to be taken that far for me. But then I see people like you are saying it worked for me. <laughs> yeah. You know. And as I said, man, got people talking about the movie. I mean, shit, I'm, you know, even I'll tell you what, even I laughed out loud. I oh, yeah. That, and that's the thing is like he's so out there and intense and freaky yeah. that it makes you laugh. Yeah. I mean, it definitely did. It definitely is a that motherfucker's crazy crazy moment, you know. It's like and he it, is a motherfucker. Yeah, no, he is. No, it's 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 it uh, it definitely sold as far as his how crazy he is. I so I you know if that's if that was the intent, then it worked there also. Um, I want to hear though your thoughts though on the music in the movie because like all the songs that they use because there's a lot of pop songs in this and I like a lot of the mm -hmm. songs. But the only scene that I thought really worked, and even that one scene I, at the end, I thought it got too on the nose. But I really like that, the way they use that song. But all the other songs, I was like, you're bringing too much attention to this. And they were like, the lyrics of the song were like representing what was on screen really? and stuff I don't like know. that. I like the soundtrack. No, I like it. It's just that it felt too on the nose. I, to thought, it felt, I thought it fit the opulence of this of this family. You know, they're always partying. They're always looking for any excuse to party. This is why they threw Oliver a birthday. They didn't give a fuck about Oliver's birthday. They just wanted an excuse to like invite a bunch of people over and spend some money and party and do <laughs> drugs and whatnot. When they're singing him happy birthday, they're like, what's this guy's happy, name? Happy birthday. Who the fuck is this? Yeah, happy birthday to you. Yeah, you know, they didn't give a shit about it. They were looking for any excuse to just party, man, mm -hmm. or celebrate themselves. So the the soundtrack I thought was actually What'd pretty What do you think good. of the last scene, though? Which, uh, well, I'll get to that in a little bit. Oh, okay, okay. Let me see here. But see, this is what I'm saying, man. So, you know, I think all this freaky stuff that they had in here. Even the, the even the grave part. That's probably why I probably didn't like the grave part as much because I'm thinking like the way I look at it with all the weird stuff that was going on here. As I mentioned before, they didn't need to have a twist ending. They didn't. And the, and this is what I'm talking about with terrible writing. So we just showed you some scenes in this movie, which I said we're almost just genius direction here, man. There's uh, one really cool scene with uh, with Oliver, like standing in a bush and he's just a silhouette. Yeah. And there's a lot of excellent direction here, man. A lot of brilliant stuff here. Uh, a lot of again, a lot of brilliant stuff visually, a lot of amazing stuff uh, with the writing. Uh, we were talking about Rosamund Pike. Rosamund Pike has some uh, some of the funniest dialogue in this film. Uh, 
there's a there's a point in here where she uh, she says she tried to be a lesbian one time, but <laughs> I tried to be a lesbian, but it was just too wet. Yeah, that's right. I prefer the dryness of men. And I was like, man, you know, that's I understand that. I was like, this women are very wet, you know. <laughs> it's a yeah, it's a, it's a very sloppy thing with women, man. We keep it dry, you know, mm -hmm. at least until the end. Yeah. <laughs> but, we're all kind of dirty ourselves, but I thought I thought that was a, a great line that she had right there. Uh, but you know, all this all this great writing they have in here, and then at the end they pull a montage. You know, I'm talking about a uh, 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 usual suspects M Night Shyamalan montage, mm, coffee cup drop. Yeah, and I thought for all the, for for as good as this movie is, man, everything that that they had going on here that was that was so brilliant. Uh, you pull something out that's that's hack, right? That's a people who show montages now to reveal a twist. Mm -hmm. That's a joke now. There was the the thing with the bike. That was the one part where I was like, oh, I don't I don't think you needed that. No, yeah, they show yeah the montage. You showed him like uh, when he uh, first meet meets Felix. They like oh he set this up because oh he put a hole in his in Felix's bike earlier. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, he poisoned. Uh, now, if you don't know in the movie, Felix dies. Of mm -hmm. course, you know because I was we're doing spoiler talks. But Felix dies. He poisons uh, Felix's wine. Uh, his sister was so depressed that uh, she committed suicide. Uh, turns out that he was the one that put uh, razor or, blades. Or put razor blades by the by the bathtub, which is like, wow, that was real convenient. I mean, were you how, were you sure she was going to kill herself? I thought all oh, this is terrible writing, man. All this is very convenient. All this, a lot of this is, is implausible because mm -hmm. it hinges on, hinges on luck. Uh, and by the way, when did you have time to set all this shit up? You know, uh, to to get this family because I'm confused. Did he plan to kill the family after Felix caught him lying? I man, I hadn't thought about that. I I think it just like all kind of fell into his lap. Like he just like went along with it. Like I, I do think that you're right. There is a lot of luck involved with it. And them explaining, he's like, actually, he didn't kill the sister. He just got her to kill herself. Yeah, it's still. I thought, I thought that was terrible. Terrible. If you didn't have that in there, this would probably be a full price movie for me too. But I, that ending, I was like, I know y'all ain't doing this shit right now. I know you're not doing this. It was just making me laugh at the end. Like even when they would explain stuff, because I thought that the the original ending should have been when he meets the mom in the coffee house at the end. Remember that? Yeah, like no, right I before. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was really funny when they explained why what he was doing there. Did you see his computer screen? It was just like a bunch of letters of M. Just yeah. Like so y'all remember like the father died. Uh, 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 Sir Cotton died, and uh, and the, and then this is another thing I had a problem with in the movie. Now that you brought that up, mm -hmm. so at the end of the movie, as you know, if you've seen the film and you have, uh, so Oliver and Elsbeth uh, they they rekindle their relationship, which we're not sure was it romantic, was it. Uh, was it sexual? Was it just her trying to adopt him as a son, uh, sur a surrogate on, son? Early on, there, there's a scene where they're clearly flirting. That's well, why I was that's like- That's the he, one right there. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where right. he's sitting up there, he's talking about, you're beautiful. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to tell you, I I don't think that they built up enough of a relationship uh, for them to have that, to, that, that ending. You know, I don't think it was clear. First of all, we weren't given enough scenes to really be clear on how much she- actually liked him you know yeah, we, there's a lot of off-screen implication of that well i just don't think that they showed enough scenes of uh of their relationship or the buildup of their relationship so all of a sudden uh he's talking about how much he like when uh, sir cotton at the end sir james i'm um, sir james cotton is asking him to uh to to leave 
you know, because he's still at the house after the sister died, after Felix has died, he's still hanging around. And he said, all right, you need to go because we need to grieve as a family. And he's like, I'm not leaving because, well, your wife is, is depending on me. And at that point, I even questioned myself. I was like, why? They didn't really explain that. Why is she really into him? You know, and I didn't, I don't think I got a scene uh, besides this one right here to explain that. So when they finally got at the end, she's like, oh, Oliver, when she sees him at the coffee shop. Oh yeah. Well, I still have salt burn. I got a flat right down here. Hey, let's hang out again. I was like, all right, I don't, I'm not well, buying this. I think that the reason for that is because he is the Oliver to the mom is the ultimate play thing like the way that like you know he's a tragic figure that's why mm -hmm. he kills felix right because felix knows that oliver's full of shit and his he didn't have an abusive household yeah. his parents aren't drug addicts and the mom still thinks that so she thinks like oh i can i can raise this guy up from beyond his dreams you know and and they sold that to me but i i hear you where you're coming from with that yeah yeah i i, I mean I'm not saying that it couldn't happen. I'm just I got, I got they I got that they gave us one scene where he was flirting with her. I just don't think that they did enough to build that relationship up. I think, you know, uh that's one of the things where you didn't need a montage at the end when you could have been taking time to show their relationship being a little bit more. Um Yeah, I had a lot of problems with the end of this movie, man. I just didn't Yeah, I thought it was uh, again a lot of stuff rushed, lots not enough explained and Awful writing for something that showed so much greatness before. Uh, but I, you know, like I said, it's frustrating because I did enjoy so much of this movie. It's I enjoyed, hilarious. I, I enjoyed a lot of it, man. Yeah. No, was, I think it's 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 still there's a reason why people are still talking about this movie and nobody's talking about it. You're not, I, I will give the movie credit for this as much as I feel like, you know, certain scenes like him fucking dirt. I mean, there's, there's actually an expression called dick in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> and that is it right there, man. When he's living out that expression, dick in the dirt and all the, you know, the, the jizz water and, <laughs> and, and, and the period scene. You know, you in any other movie, if you didn't have enough substance behind those scenes, people would say that movie's terrible. Oh, yeah. So there's enough going on behind this movie besides, you know, these these shocking scenes or whatever you want to call them, sensationalist scenes, you know, t uh, these titillizing scenes, these uh, uh, nasty scenes, whatever you want to call them. There's more going on behind the movie besides those. I think when people come in and see the movie, they they probably don't even realize like, oh my God, the rest of this movie is really good. Yeah, what's so funny is those big loud scenes that we, you just listed, those are some of the more subtle parts of the movie. Like the movie's really on the nose for the rest of it, I would say. Yeah, yeah. But I, I uh, like I said, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's a, it's a very frustrating matinee. I already said this, but, uh, yeah, I, what about the very end though? The, oh, when he's dancing around. Yeah. yeah. That, that felt like almost That's like, what I was talking about. He's muscular and shit. Yeah. He's, Cause he was kind of, you know, he's sexy running around. Yeah. There, man. I, I thought that that was kind of like, in a way, like it reminded me of a uh, boogie nights, you know? Like yeah. the finally, like, cause they imply that he's got a big dick at one point, you know, and then, <laughs> then you just see him running through the house, dancing around. Well, I think it was just like at the end of the movie, it showed that he won. Yeah. It was like, Hey, salt, salt burn is mine. Yeah. <laughs> I can run around this house and rub my dick on everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I, uh, he, and it was, and I, and I, that's something I do really like about the film. I do like the, the whole time. And this is why I wish they had, they had done this better without a twist. I like that uh, Farley, that his name Farley was, uh, I like that Farley was talking about how he's an outsider. He'll never have salt burn. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think Farley died. No. So 
Farley lives to see <laughs> to see Oliver running through uh, running through a uh, 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 Saltburn mansion, run through Saltburn castle like a like a damn vampire with his dick hanging out, <laughs> and gets to see that he got what this guy always wanted. Mm-hmm. That in a way, this guy has the he probably because everybody died. You know, they're gone. This guy has to live and see this guy <laughs> pretty much going in and, and just, you know, just doing that. This time, just fucking the castle. See him sitting in his throne. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, no, it's, it was, uh, it, I, I, I love that part of it. So, yeah, that's what I mean, man. There's, there's so much, in, so many intelligent things going on in this movie to have such a dumb, lazy ending. But again, I would recommend the movie. I enjoyed it very much. Oh, yeah. I I, I caught myself going back and watching parts of the movie again mm-hmm. because I just love those performances so much. And by the way, speaking of Farley, that guy, is, that's that's the actor, Archie Medequi, or Medequi. Uh, he was in... He was in the the Gran Turismo movie. Oh yeah, he was the main character. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that until uh, right before we started. And he's also on that show Euphoria. I yeah, think. yeah, he is. Is he British? I, I have no idea. Looking at his name, maybe. I think he's a yeah. He's one of those British African dudes. And <laughs> Mama was African, and Dad was you know very much British. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah. But but you already said you give it a full price. Yeah, right? I I really liked it. Uh, I do think that it is flawed. I wanted to love it. I, this probably would have made my top ten if uh, if I had seen it a few weeks ago. It just is so funny, and it, it's something that has been sticking with me. I've been thinking about it and reflecting on it. I think that there. I think the the director they're going to go on to do great things. Yeah, no, I think the director is extremely talented. I think the director is amazingly talented. You know, just get somebody right into your fucking movie. <laughs> so, no, I, didn't, I don't know. I'm just I, I would I would tell I, I would tell anybody to watch this. Uh, would it made my best of as much as I love man? And I love. I don't just like. I love parts of this movie. Love parts of this movie. Absolutely adore parts of this movie. But for me, you always hear me say, man, if you if it's not about sticking your landing. If you mess that landing up, like if it was just a soft landing, I'd be like, okay, that's cool. But I mean, you did some amazing flips. You did some crazy gymnastics and then you hit the ground and just fucking broke your leg and fell on, fell on your face and on your ass. And I was just like, man, yeah, man, it's, it may, it hurts me to have to get into some matinee, but I got to be true to it. Yeah. Well, no, I can see it. It definitely, like, like I kept saying, two on the nose. Didn't mm-hmm. let me see the cleverness. Had to show it to me. Yeah. Oh, the, the guy that... That played uh, uh, was Farley was not on Euphoria. It was uh, it was the guy that played Felix. I oh, think. okay, sorry, my mistake. Uh, but he's been in some other British shows. Okay, this, uh, this guy and the guy that plays Felix is not British. He's uh, Australian. Okay, it's what, what I read. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, but this is an amazing showcase for all of these actors, and they all have really good characters. Oh yeah, no, they're all they're all that. One thing this director knows how to do, she knows how to write for characters. And people, I believe the performances in this was so great that I believe you got a lot of actors who are going to be fighting to be in her next film mm-hmm. because they're going to have some great parts. It's almost like the way people fight to be in Tarantino movies. So do you think that uh, this could get some nominations for the performances? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for the performances. Yeah. I think, you, I think you're right about Roseman Pike. She's so good in this. It's amazing. I think Roseman Pike could uh, actually get a nomination for this. Uh, I don't know about Barry, Ke- what is his name? Ke- Kogan. Ke- Kogan or whatever. I don't think they're going to nominate anybody who's been drinking jizz water. <laughs> um, 
I don't think I think I think that's just too much, man, for the academy. <laughs> Show his Oscar scene, <laughs> and it's just him going, yeah, sucking up that bathwater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he putting that scene up right there. Yeah, nah, nah, I don't think that's gonna happen for him this year. By who far, knows? my favorite part of the movie, though, isn't it? Right. It, it just it, I thought it was so funny and it made me scr- like a lot of these scenes like the period scene the bat scene the grave scene it just had me screaming going ah this guy is a freak yeah a freak. <laughs> yeah i don't know if this guy any uh i didn't see the golden globes did he get nominated for anything the golden uh globes? i i don't think so i think oppenheimer swept anyway yeah uh yeah we'll see but we'll definitely see. something to recommend watch it with your parents yeah, please. Please watch it with <laughs> And your then parents. tell us how that goes. There's been videos going up saying, I watched this with my parents. That's the worst fucking mistake I made in my life. <laughs> I hear about people doing that with this movie and fucking poor things, which sounds like a nightmare. 